All right. Hello and welcome to Just a Family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator and founder of not only Just a Live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today, we're going to be talking about sustainable happiness, which I kind of giggle whenever I hear that because it's like, is that even possible? Yes, it is. We're going to be talking about that today. So um, our sponsor today is a Phoenix Identity. Go and check them out. If you are feeling desperate to reconnect to yourself, um, but you don't know who you are anymore, or you don't know where to start, absolutely go and check them out. Sign up for a clarity session. Uh, use coupon code CLARITY1 and you will get that session for only $97. So go and check that out. Link in the description. If you would like to connect with either myself or my guest speaker today, please go and check out the description of this episode. This got all of our links. Um, I'd like follow and share. So Vicki, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I would love that. Thank you for having me so much. So my name is Vicki. I'm a mindset coach. I come from a background of high level sports coaching, and then I've recycled myself into hosting retreats, workshops, giving conferences and doing other collaborations with entrepreneur. Um, my long-term goal is to just be a summer camp counselor an all year round camp counselor uh, for adults, for kids, and just bring more joy, more fun, and more love into this world. Well, and you're in a beautiful location to do that too, though. Oh, yes, I am. Um, on June 1st, I became June 1st, 2022. I became a digital nomad and started traveling around the world. And on September 1st, I officially moved on my sailboat. So I'm a full-time sailor and currently cruising through the Caribbean islands, hosting retreats, on catamarans or other boats there as well. That sounds amazing. I, I'm, uh, you know, I've never been over there. I've never traveled outside of Canada or the U.S. So again, it's, you know, far for me, but it sounds beautiful and I can't wait. I'd love to go to the Bahamas. Um, this is not a promotion for the, for the resort, but I've <laughs> seen Atlantis in the Bahamas yes. and I want to go there. So <laughs> eventually one day, maybe I'll actually get up the courage to fly across, across the world, but not today. Um, I'll live vicariously through Vicky. <laughs> yes, do it. My do it. I love right? the Bahamas. Bahamas are absolutely beautiful. Yeah. All right. So today we are talking about, like I said, sustainable happiness. And you had actually come up with that, with that, um, you had mentioned that in our pre-screening interview. And when I heard it, it was instantly I thought of what other people might think when they hear sustainable happiness. And it's like, is that even possible? Like how many of us, you know, it's like the toxic positivity. And I know I, I mentioned that all the time, but toxic positivity is, oh, hey, let's be positive all the time and let's be happy all the time. And while I am absolutely and utterly against toxic positivity um, or the positivity movement, I believe that we can be positive um, and we can find positivity in everything and sustainable happiness is one of them. So what, what created that, that terminology for you? Yes. Okay. So I really see the term sustainable in the same way that I see how we use our resources for planets, right? When you choose to build a construction, uh, you choose to build a house, you can choose cheap materials that will break down quickly. You'll have a roof over your head within 24 hours, but maybe that roof in 48 hours will crumble down and then you, you're no longer have a safe place to live. So that's kind of what I like about the term sustainable is to find a way to make 
to create, to build your happiness, but in a more long-term format and to be able to create a, a foundation, a wellness foundation that will support you through your life. Right. Um, same with like sustainable health. A lot of us, we kind of do fast food happiness. Like we will do things that will give us quick rush, like scrolling on TikTok and getting that dopamine rush up to our brain. And we're happy for five minutes. And then as soon as we turn off our phone, we're not happy anymore. Um, so yeah, so building that foundation to be able to, it doesn't mean you're always going to be positive or happy, right? Um, maybe there's going to be a really big storm. And even if I chose the best material to build my house, it might still crumble down. Um, so it's about, yeah, building that happiness. I think I'm repeating myself at this point. <laughs> Let me know if I can clarify or if you're going in a similar direction of me or another direction. Let me know. No, absolutely. I agree. Um, for me, when I talk about happiness, I think of gardens and plants. And I think of, you know, I have plants everywhere. You can't see them all, but I, but I do have plants everywhere. Some are in my windows, some are downstairs. Um, <clears throat> I have one particular plant downstairs um, and actually a couple in here where I have cactuses and my cactuses were very unhappy. Um, and Aww. as you can see, they were turning um, red and they were wilting and this entire section plus two more of these fell off of one of my plants. And what I was thinking about it was the plant wasn't, it obviously wasn't happy right? It wasn't happy where it was. It wasn't happy where it was going. Um, it was, it was stationary. And I think for me, when it comes to mental and emotional health and, and happiness, I, I'm currently um, revamping my embrace your positivity guide. And I was gonna, I was gonna put it into this episode because it is so important when, when we talk about happiness and positivity we get caught up, we get overwhelmed, we get stressed, we get really anxious, we get stuck in those negative emotions, right? And when you're talking about sustainable happiness, it's being able to understand what those emotions are creating. So negative emotions, not a lot of people understand or even know this, negative emotions or heavy emotions are, they have a purpose. And that purpose is to identify where things aren't working, where things aren't making us happy, where things need to be changed, where we need to learn and grow um, and maybe make changes in our life so that we can create that happiness. So those emotions are really just their guides. They're teaching us something about what's going on in our life and, and to make that change. But people don't look at it that way. They're like, oh, I'm just, I'm stuck and I'm not happy. And instead of understanding what that emotion is, they're like, oh, well, how can I be happy now? scrolling TikTok, um, toxic positivity, think positive, be positive, no negativity. That doesn't work, right? Mm -mm, that's not sustainable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. Mm -mm. Um, no, I love it. People forget that emotions are temporary, right? They're just visiting us. They're not who we are. I even try to like take a distance when I'm noticing my emotions instead of saying, oh, I am, I am sad. No, sad is not my identity. I'm feeling sad. Sadness is visiting my body. And as you said, it's giving me a signal. It's guiding me through the next steps that I need to do. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's where my embrace your positivity guide comes in, right? What is the emotion? How are you feeling it? Where does it go? What, you know, what is it telling you? How do you use it to move forward? And that's, and that's huge. So 
what do you think the biggest things are in sustainable happiness? How, how, what would you say the most important aspects of that are? Mm -hmm. I would say everything starts with self-awareness. You know, you're talking about emotions and there there's emotions is a big part of it. Emotion, thoughts, desires, needs, but the better that you can know yourself and know who you are, the better that you can create a good life for yourself because it's going to be customized to you instead of creating a life that is everywhere on social media that everyone should do this a certain way or everyone should think a certain way everyone should feel a certain way just push all of that out and go back to yourself and who you are what you want how you feel because that's what's going to make a difference in your happiness like even for me I'm seeing a bunch of um, I don't know how you feel about coaches and all that in the coaching industry maybe that's another that's a whole other conversation but i being approached by a lot of business coaches who are like oh you should scale more don't you want to make more money and i'm like i make enough money to live a life that i love sure i'll be open to opportunities to make more money but that's about you that's you who needs more money i don't need more money <laughs> so yeah i would say i took a big detour there so I want to know your opinion about that, but I think it's about self-awareness and going back to yourself. Um, so I have six businesses. Um, so I have six businesses and in the midst of those six, six businesses, um, my first one is I'm an identity coach, right? The Phoenix identity is my baby business. It is my pride and joy. Um, the things that are coming in that business are astronomical, but it is about our own unique identity. So when you say that, you know, the feelings are not our identity, you're absolutely true. It isn't, right? I can tell you who I am. I can tell you the roles that I play. I can, but my identity is something that's unique to me. Absolutely. Um, one of my newest businesses uh, within the last year is business mentoring. And so I actually created my business to fit that need because, and it's called my biz fits me, <laughs> right? And it all comes down to the identity of your business. What do you truly want, right? What are you truly passionate about? You don't need to create six businesses to follow my path. I'm not teaching you how to do that. If you want to do that, I can teach you, but I'm, I'm not teaching you how to do that. I'm teaching you how to identify what do you want, right? Do you want to be doing a talk show? Do you want to be scaling to, you know, millions of dollars a year? Do you want to live comfortably? What is your why? What is your identity telling you about your business? Because our businesses are a part of our identity. They're, they're an expression of who we are and what, what makes us passionate. Hence why I have six businesses. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you know, being happy in, in your business, right? Sustainable happiness. We can talk about yeah. that any, any way, shape or form, life, love, business, legacy, all of that. Your business needs to be an extension of that happiness. It needs to feed your happiness. If you're happy helping people at $50 an hour or even, you know, $5 course, whatever it is that you're doing, if that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you happy. You don't have to have high ticket offers. You don't have to do anything that's not going to make you happy and if it doesn't make you happy trust me I am in the process of building three websites um, and an entire membership platform and do I like doing it no but I know that the end result is going to make me happy and when that end result is in place I'm gonna hire other people to do that um, but I want it my way so I have to do it my way right so it's 
again, finding that happiness. That's such a, yeah, but that's such a beautiful example of sustainability. You're like, I'm going to go through the discomforts of doing those three websites, even if it doesn't feel perfectly effortless because you're building, you're making future, future Melissa happy, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And that's what I think something with positivity, a lot of people will say like, oh, if if you feel resistance, like stop, you know, choose the effortless path or whatever. I think you need to after self-awareness, I think you need to be very honest with yourself about who you want to be and what you want your life to feel like and look like and to be coherent and aligned with those actions that you're taking. And some of them are not going to feel good and that's okay because you have that vision of who you are and that vision of who you want to be. Yeah. Um, A thought just popped into my head and I'm going to share it is we're talking about just business quickly is so let's say you're somebody like me I love old-fashioned meals love old-fashioned meals right I I would love to have a brick and mortar restaurant where we're just doing comfort food old-fashioned meals right um now say you're in say you know somebody watching this anybody watching this and you want to open a restaurant and you go through 15 different people or 100 different people and ask what do you want to see in the restaurant what do you want to see in the restaurant And let's say all of them are coaches or all of them are meant to help you build your business. They're going to go with what's the most popular. Yeah. Right. What's the most popular? Oh, we have to have, I look at restaurants today and I see the fancy meals that are laid out and you get like one thing on the plate and then it's all presentation. Right. And I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want to eat that. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I just, I want the old school. So if you're somebody who wants to make the old school or do something in a way that everybody's telling you, Hey, you know, this isn't going to work or, you know, this is out of date or out of style. There are people out there who are going to be looking for that. Yeah. Right. And, and the nostalgia and, and everything that comes with it. So sustainable happiness is what do you, what makes you happy? Right. If you only get like a handful of regular clients, but it's enough to pay your bills, it's enough to sustain your business or yourself. Why not do it? Mm -hmm. No, I very much agree with you. Definitely. Definitely. It goes back to that self-awareness component, knowing, figuring out ways to know where the orgasm is for you. Not for all the other people in the industry. (laughs) Love that you said that. I totally love that you said that. That was crazy. Um, But people don't look at that. People look at what's making everybody else happy. And um, that's one of the issues I find with toxic positivity or the positivity movement. And I've already done an episode on the positivity movement. Go and check that out if you want. Um, But with the positivity movement, it is becoming a fake humanity, a fake society where everybody is trying to just fit into other people's molds. Um, but it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to want to do things your way. It's okay to, you know, not fit the mold of what's the most popular or, you know, not all of us are going to be as popular as the Kardashians. And that's totally fine, right? Because we're not the Kardashians. And unless that, that's really what you want, you know, that's, that's really what you want. That's your like life journey. I want to be like the Kardashians and I'm sure, I'm sure you can make it happen. Surround yourself with the right people and all that. But Shit, like um, you said, it's not what, what everybody wants. 
Chris Jenner has a, I've seen the ads all over Facebook and, you know, it, even in um, like my games that I play, there's an advertisement for Chris Jenner. Yeah, for the masterclass. Yeah, I saw it. Jenner. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. Did you see it? I didn't, I didn't take it. I thought about it. I was like, oh, hey, this is interesting, right? Because I have nothing against the Kardashians. Um, but I was like, oh, this would be interesting. I haven't yet. I haven't taken the plunge, but um, but I did see it and I'm like, oh, that, that's kind of neat, right? That they'd actually do that. But if you look, they're, they're doing what a lot of other people have done, right? Taking their success and say, how can I monetize this? How yeah. can I monetize that we did very well and we enjoyed? How can we monetize this for other people? So. Yeah, that's so true. I think people need to learn to capitalize on what they're doing effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a, something that you're passionate about or a hobby, or every time you sit down with a friend, it creates movement in their life, or every time you sit down with an entrepreneur, like, yeah, I think it's smart to try to find a way to make money with things that you're going to do anyway. If you're, if anyway, you like to share beauty products with people online, why not, why not get a commission for it? Right. Yep. So we need to stop being ashamed. And that's another thing for sustainable happiness. We need to stop being ashamed to have fun in our lives. We need to stop feeling ashamed that um, making money can be easy. We need to stop punishing ourselves and thinking that joy or happiness is something that we deserve at the end of the day or at the end of our life when we've worked so hard and suffered so hard. We need to like be able to allow ourselves to enjoy the process and enjoy making money and enjoy working. Yeah. Talking talking about makeup. I never wear makeup. I've thought of it and I have makeup. I just put it away, but I have makeup and I've thought about it and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go to Sephora and I'm going to go get like the $80 foundation because I have rosacea. You can see all my, all my red lines. Um, and then I think about it and I'm like, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I used to love the way I looked with makeup. I used to wear it all the time. And then I got lazy and it was just like, oh, I put it on in the morning and take it off at night. And I just, you know, I'd rather just spend that evening, you know, if I fall asleep on the couch with my husband, then I don't have to worry about taking my makeup off and, yes. you know, all of these things. And so the laziness for me was really got, what got me going, well, I don't need to wear makeup though. And you look at a lot of the most successful, you know, podcasters and live streamers, right? A lot of them do wear makeup and a lot of them do look a certain way or, or act a certain way. And I'm just like, no, I am the tank top wearing no makeup, you know, podcaster, talk show host, whatever that is showing up. And I had the worst um, stage fright. I never liked my own photos or being on camera. I, can't stand my voice. Um, so I wouldn't listen to any of my podcasts. That's why none of them are um, edited because I won't go through and listen to them. I find it a waste of time for me. Um, but again, you know, there are people who do or pay other people to because that's what they want. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what is beautiful is that there's space for everyone in that scene. You know, we want podcasts with people who are, I don't know, recording in a beautiful red Porsche with fake lashes and fake tan and fake hair. And that's okay. There's space Mm -hmm. for them. 
and there's space for someone doing the podcast on their couch and their slippers with a cup of hot chocolate. Like all of those things can coexist. And I'm sure that if tomorrow you decide to put makeup on, that would be okay too, right? We need to stop limiting ourselves to like, oh, I'm a certain way. And I always need to be consistent with that in our habits and, and what we love. Sorry, my oldest. Can somebody unlock the door for me? Nobody's, nobody else is home. I'm not stopping the show to come unlock the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So jump the fence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we, sustainable happiness needs to be something that people are focusing on more, whether like in whatever way, shape or form that looks. So um account uh not accountability but acknowledgement right just uh, number one and and you said it with the self-awareness um and this is actually the first step in my guide is acknowledging how you're feeling right acknowledge how you feel whether that's just sitting there feeling like crap whether that's sitting there feeling overwhelmed whatever it is acknowledge that you're feeling that way the the emotions don't go away unless you start to acknowledge them welcome then yeah, very much, very yeah. much. I think that makes sense. And like we talked about self-awareness and acknowledging what is present, what is your current reality. And then I talked a bit more about desires and needs and who we want to be. And I feel like the next step is kind of filling that gap. I don't know what you think, but when you're building that house, right? You're like, okay, this is the soil that I have. These are the resources that I have. These are and I have this plan in my head of what I want my house to look like. And then the next step is kind of building, building that step-by-step -step plan to be able to create that life for yourself. Yep, absolutely. What do I want? How does that look? What can I, you know, what do I have available to me? We have in, in our identity, in our, in our core beings, we have gifts. We have, and that's not a spiritual thing. It can be, I'm spiritual, but um, it can be we have gifts, we have skills, we have, you know, um, my husband today, I said, why don't you start, um, as I'm always trying to get people to start their own businesses, because it's so fulfilling. Um, and being your own boss, I know my husband's ready for that step. <laughs> um, but I was like, why don't you start a mobile mechanic? Like, why don't you become like a mobile mechanic and handyman? Right? My husband's drive. Oh, my goodness. I found a Facebook post today. But a lady who was looking for help, she's local to where I am, she was looking for help because her car won't start. And uh, the battery's dead and she's going through some hard times. And over the last year, my husband and I have been helping my mama with, you know, moving and, and odd stuff in, you know, she's living at my brother's house and he's away all the time. So going and helping her with whatever she needs. When we lived in um, Alberta, my husband would, you know, drive. And if you would see somebody on the side of the road that, that needed help, he would stop and help them. And, I, and I've been telling him for the last year, why don't you start a business where you're helping people who can't afford the full prices, who can't afford the, build, the, the big companies, right? Senior citizens, you are on absolutely fixed budgets. Why don't you go and you know, offer to do the odd jobs, painting or cleaning out the garage or whatever that looks like, right? <coughs> because that's what makes him happy. So what did he say when you oh, said? Oh, he's like, he, 
he was like, uh, give me a second. I'll, I'll tell you what he said. So, um, it would be kind of neat, but I'd need reliable vehicle and tools, but it could be interesting for sure. And for him to actually say that is huge, right? Because he is not very confident in, um, in his ability to be an entrepreneur. So I'm like, come on, <laughs> I got your skills. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> Make it happen. But, but he does like, even we, we live with my mother-in-law and he loves doing stuff around the house, whether that's outside or inside or whatever that looks like he likes helping. And so that's, that's the perfect thing for him. So for anybody watching sustainable happiness, whether you're talking about yourself, your life, your love, your business, whatever that looks like, you need to first be self-aware of who you are and what makes you happy. Right. And just creating more space for the things that make you happy. Choose. Got to choose happiness. I think it's also like every choose, choose happiness. There you go. The mug said it. That's the mm -hmm. tea. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it, it's probably not tea because it looks like a um, sippy cup. But I was going to say, yeah, every time you do an action, like this morning, my partner and I got up. So we live on a sailboat here at the marina. And uh, now it's raining really bad. So I hope you can still hear me well. Yeah. Every three mornings a week, there's someone giving yoga out here. And one morning, my partner and I got up and he was feeling super sleepy and he didn't sleep well, whatever. There were too many waves. And he said, like, oh, I don't think I'll go to the yoga. I think I'll stay in bed. And I got up and I went to the yoga. And then as soon as the class started, I saw him running up the stairs unrolling his yoga mat and starting doing the practice. So I asked him what changed, you know, between like 15 minutes earlier, he said, no, I'm going to stay in bed. And then so I just thought about this question, like, is this supporting the person I want to be? Is this supporting the life I want to create? And even though it felt more good to stay in bed and, you know, relax for an extra 15 minutes, you know, that the kind of person he wants to be and the kind of life he wants to create, that the yoga practice actually feels amazing and helps him have energy throughout the day and helps his body be more connected to his mind and his breathing and nervous system regulation and all of that. So I think that's just a beautiful question to keep in your minds. Like when we go and buy that hamburger or that pizza, or when we take that job, we don't really want to take or go hang out with that friend that doesn't make us really feel good. Just think about this question. Is this supporting the life I want to create? Is this supporting the person that I want to be? I don't know if you have an example of that or something, um, where you say, oh, that action really supports who I want to be or. Yes. And that would be, you know, doing things that I don't want to do for the end result. <laughs> that was like business, right? Um, I, I look at things, you know, I'm every morning I wake up and I spend probably about half an hour just scrolling on my phone because I like to be relaxed in the morning. I you know, like to do something mindless that feels like it's for me. Um, this morning after I got my kids off to school and my husband went to work, I read for an hour, right? And I just, I read for an hour and I did whatever, whatever I wanted to do. And that's, I love starting my day that way. Um, finding for anybody watching or, or catching the replay, finding, you know, what what do you like what what makes you happy I was going somewhere with that and I just totally effing lost it um crap take your time take your time 
I can't remember now. But do you have things like, do you have things that you know feel good that when it's time to like take that step? Like, for example, I love eating salad, but if I'm preparing lunch, that's probably not going to, the first thing that's going to pop in my mind, like I'm probably going to want to cook some pasta or whatever. And then when I do end up making the salad, I'm like, ah, cutting vegetables. And I'm like, oh, this is actually really delicious. Or like mm-hmm. having fruits for dessert instead of ice cream. Of course, my brain's like, oh, ice cream, you love it. And then I eat a fresh pineapple from here in the Caribbean. So I'm like, oh, this is actually freaking delicious. So I don't know if you have some things like that where you're like, oh, I don't want to fill up the bath, light up some candles. But then once you're in the bath with the candles, you're like, oh, this is actually amazing. I'm so glad I did it. Um, spending time with my family. <laughs> ah. Spending time with my family. And and you know what? I, I had this conversation with them the other day. Um, and I was pointing something out and I said, I was pointing somebody else's out. And then I came back because obviously I need to, I need to start with myself. And I said, I am horrible at not giving my family or my friends my attention. Um, and it's because I, I'm, I'm selfish in that way, is that I would, I would rather be doing what I want to do, even if it's me doing nothing, than do what anybody else wants me to do. And so, but yet when I have client calls or anything like that, it's like, bing, I'm here. Um, but again, it, it's harder for me, right? I'm, I'm very selfish with my time. I'm very selfish. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. That does mean that I'm capable of making time for myself, making sure that my self-care is on point. Um, I do schedule, I do make time for my family, whether that's, you know, snuggling and watching a movie uh, my husband, my mother and I watch, um, uh, we have shows that we watch every night, Sunday to Sunday to Friday. We do it as a family, right? Where that's, we're all interested in it. We engage with it and, and we go from there. So there's a, me making the effort for other people is, is something that I struggle with, but at the same time, the reward is, is more mm-hmm. beneficial. It makes, than, feel, it makes it feel good. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? I've been listening to my dog bark for the last five minutes. Um, he's old and deaf, so I do have to go and let him out. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, I would just, I think, summarize that sustainable happiness and my definition is improving your relationship with yourself. Yeah. That is an... an awesome summary and simple, simple, right? And it it doesn't have to be so complex. It doesn't have to take, you know, yes, okay, when you first start doing the work, um, I will tag the Embrace Your Positivity Guide once it's done in this this episode, but um, (coughs) once you get to know who you are and what makes you happy and how you process those heavy emotions, because they're, 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 you're meant to have them. Um, once you learn how to process them and what makes you happy, it becomes second nature. It, it doesn't, it's not work anymore. It, it just free flows. And that's the beautiful part about it. We can create sustainable happiness. We just have to put some of the effort in. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciated it. Of course. That was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, just a family. That is our episode today. Our sponsor, Phoenix Identity. Go and check them out. Link in the description. Uh, if you would like to connect with either myself or Vicky, you can do so. Our information is pinned in this uh, the description of this episode. Make sure that you like, follow, and share. Join the newsletter at justalivetv.com. If you would like to be a guest or if you want to see a topic featured, please make sure that you reach out to us at justalivetv.com and check out the blog, like, follow, and share. I'm your host, Melissa Crutchlow, and I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.